From Trinity Episcopal Cathedral, this is Stations of the Cross, an audio Lenten pilgrimage. The tenth station is led by the Reverend Don Reynolds, new vicar of St. Andrews in Florence. Station 10. Jesus is stripped of his garments. Today we meditate on the tenth station of the cross, where we see Jesus stripped of his last and only possessions, the clothes on his back. Hopefully, few of us have been the victims of physical torture. But assuredly, all of us have known pain, including the very real pain of humiliation. Sometimes it is inflicted purposefully, but more often it is unintentional. Either way, it can cut to the core of our understanding of ourselves as human beings. Jesus' state-sponsored trial, torture, and execution were regularly punctuated by acts of humiliation. Humiliating someone is not as labor-intensive as giving someone a prolonged beating. Humiliating someone is often all too easy. Jesus understood that people at the margins of human society suffer humiliation on a daily basis as they struggle to maintain the barest threads of human dignity. All too often, there are people who are willing to take even that from them. At the tenth station of the cross, Jesus himself is stripped of his garments and stands naked before being nailed to the cross. As humans, we have been remarkably inventive while remaining cruel over the millennia. Even today, we see that physical torture, purposefully inflicting layer upon layer of pain, is often tamped down with acts and words designed to humiliate another human being. It is something that we universally fear. Not surprisingly, one of the most common human nightmares is that of finding oneself naked in a public place. You probably know the nightmare. Oops, I remembered my overcoat, but I appear to have forgotten everything else. This fear of being shamed, of being so utterly vulnerable before others, lies deep within each of us, and so stripping people of their clothes has a tried and true place in the arsenal of human meanness. It is a well-documented fact that ripping the clothes off of other people is practiced on both grand and personal scales, in concentration camps and war zones, even in family homes against the family's weakest members. When we imagine Jesus being stripped Imagine his blood already dried and sticking to the fabric. We can easily imagine the forest of sneering faces that surrounded him. It was not a dream. He stood naked in a crowd. His executioners were practiced in the art of humiliating. Similarly, we humans have always been masters of the cruel joke, the proffered quenching drink before the vinegar and gall that actually appears at the cracked lips. Laughter is inspired by this. 
Only the technology leaning into greater efficiency seems to change over time. Perhaps we want to turn away, to not look. Yet we choose, we choose to follow an exhausted, naked God, a bleeding God, a thirsty God. In walking the Via Dolorosa, we follow a God who considered and experienced his own mortality, his own pain, his own exposed flesh, all the while knowing his own holy being. We follow a God who had state-sponsored humility forced on him by willing strangers while most of his friends had scattered. We follow a God who trusted in love and kept faith while his mortal life was being stripped away from him, one blow and one garment at a time. And surely, in reality, we know Jesus wasn't allowed the dignity of underwear granted by all the artists who have labored to imagine and express Christ's agony. We follow and adore a God who looked at his torturers with love and forgiveness, a God who willingly personified the needy end of all the Beatitudes. In the Gospel according to St. Mark, we read that when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink, mingled with gall, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it, and they divided his garments among them by casting lots. This was to fulfill the scripture, which says, they divided my garments among them, they cast lots for my clothing. They gave me all gall to eat, and when I was thirsty, they gave me vinegar to drink. Poet Joseph Bathanti summed up the tenth station of the cross in a poem he called Garments. Bathanti draws a line of sorrow between Jesus and all who have been tortured and humiliated. His poem goes like this. Hemorrhaging from the concertina crown, brass knuckles, scourging, cigarette burns, lurching the last meter of Golgotha where he must dangle three hours in urns, of japing ether. He drops his bloody tree. Executioners rip his clothes away, cut cards for his keepsake convict jersey.
Let us pray. Holy Father, be with us in our own nakedness, in our thirst. Help us to know that through you we are clothed in the dazzling beauty of your love. Through you our thirst is quenched. Give us the strength and wisdom to allow all that is unworthy and unloving to be stripped from our hearts so that we may truly love and serve others as Christ has shown us to be the way of life. May we stand before you in blessed humility, grace, and joy. Amen. Stations of the Cross is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in collaboration with priests from across the Episcopal Diocese of Oregon and is made possible in part through donations by listeners like you. To learn more, visit trinity-episcopal.org give and stay in touch with us on social media at trinitycathpdx.org.